0: Saturday, love, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. I don't have much energy I today.
1: <laughs> I don't know how you continue to think of these songs. I feel like everything is quiet and I haven't listened to music in like months. But, <laughs> they just, but it's all them. memory
0: at this point. And um, I think it's just a personal trolling because it's always somebody who randomly decides they won't come let me know what they feel about my singing oh well (laughs) and i don't know why y'all continue to do that like i give a fuck but anyway hi praise the lord praise the lord how are you Mm, no i'm here how are you
1: (laughs) same 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 you know same same same
0: what's we are yet
1: alive we are
0: here in another whatever whatever this shit is i'm (laughs) That's what I feel like I feel like the blunt that's on the end of my lips right now
1: Oh my Well, I mean It's been a long year We're making it through the best we can And just kind of dealing with things As it comes But always a pleasure to be back at the kitchen table To uh, Just Share space with one another And give each other time And latitude to kind of think and feel and be and Mm. wonder and question and all of the stuff that comes with navigating this crazy thing we call life
0: that's really it how are you
1: sis i mean i'm okay okay and um you know we just okay oh yeah (laughs) grateful (laughs) grateful to be here grateful to be okay and um how are you same uh <laughs> this is the struggliest intro ever
0: <laughs> we tired y'all We're t- and 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 you know everybody's feeling the effects of the times right now so um that's just kind of where we at that's real life that is adulting. but there are several other things going on that we can focus our attention on that's not us in the trash so you want to give true. them a proper intro and we get on over there to the trash? Yeah, girl, you didn't do the test of trials to test the tips.
1: Oh well, yeah, they know. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk okay. about all that in the kitchen table anyway. So let's head on over okay. to the uh to the
1: trash. Right on, right on.
0: A clean up woman. Okay. Woman That's sort of Cha-cha. Which <laughs> is exactly what the world is. Speaking of which, so You know, there was a high school in Georgia that um, opened back up. They said, we're going to do this. We're going to do this as if it was 2019. And nobody was aware of any pandemic coming up. Uh, And the hall was crowded with students. A picture was posted. Um, I don't know. Is that the same high school? There was a young black girl who posted a picture where she was the only one in her class with the mask on and none of the other students had one on.
1: I don't know if it was the same I know that both both of those These stories came out of Georgia But I don't know if they were The well, same or related at the same school Or what have you I don't know
0: Okay so we're not going to say that because we don't know Yeah I don't know But, but the school we're talking about with the, with the crowded hallway Got shut down And they are really? now doing distance learning Because nine people tested positive For COVID
1: Well well, Pisha Jenkins.
0: And I don't know what you all thought was going to happen. If you the picture looks like a high school hallway, and if you it looks worse than a high school hallway. <laughs> it looks more crowded than I've ever seen a high school hallway in my life. Agreed. <laughs> so, that is what's going on with that. If that does not tell you right now that we I, and let's be clear. Let's have a, a honest conversation quickly because it's clear that the the government officials in our country are all children and you know they or they don't know anything they're not capable of the jobs that they have. I also know that there are some who are but there are also very difficult decisions to make. There's a lot to consider, okay? Right that goes into all of it. I feel like as a whole it's all corrupt. That's just that's my feeling on it. But one reason I know that they, you know, like for Cuomo for instance, who has done somewhat of a decent job handling the pandemic, but is also like failing miserably in other ways. And I'm not singing his praises. Um, Cuomo is, is going is, is, you know, proposing that we open back up to schools here in New York. Um, I also understand that a lot of them feel pressure to open these schools back up because it cuts a ton of funding that, you essentially need for the students so it becomes this big thing and if people would just do the right things then this is not stuff that we would have to worry about Mm -hmm. but so that's why a lot of schools outside of just the evil whiteness that's happening throughout the country and why they're pushing open schools a lot of it too is because funding will be cut and a lot of these students need that funding so Mm -hmm. it's just it's just a really really difficult situation Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not time for these students to go back it's not and the government, the federal government is foul and filthy and disgusting, you fucking pigs, for even putting people in a position where they have to, you know, consider their health and their lives and those of the ones that they love or their education. It's just trash, but
1: anyway. There are more and more I think and we now uh the United States has has over five million confirmed cases of coronavirus mm-hmm. in the country, so mm-hmm. Um, While it appears that in some areas, new cases, the amount of new cases is going down, it is still very much a national concern. Um, And, you know, our progress in terms of getting on the other side of this um, is contingent upon the choices that we make right now. So this disregard. This seeming disregard, or I don't even know if it's seemingly, but it is an apparent disregard for health and life and, you know, money and other systems and structures being prioritized over those things is really unfortunate um, for, you know, obvious reasons. But I just feel like we've been talking about this same thing for months and months and months now, and it's just getting harder and harder and harder, and harder to face the reality that we've been living for the last few weeks, so... I'm really sorry. And I'm just praying for parents and families and people, educators, administrators, because it's just like a horrible situation Mm -hmm. to be in um, where you have to make a choice between your life and your livelihood in many many respects. So it's a difficult space to be in. So whatever. I'm just praying that we can all find ways to... Manage this Because It's just It's just a very Heavy burden Um That we are all Having to deal with On top of having to deal On top of having to deal with Um You know the news, the crime, <laughs> the systemic yeah. uh, racism and oppression, you know, problematic laws and policies, Oof. corruption, and like all of these things are happening at one time. The president attacking the post office. And I mean, we're all still dealing with like lots of different national issues too, because you know, like there are things going on in the world, mm-hmm. uh, shootings, mm-hmm. uh, there was an earthquake in North Carolina over mm-hmm. the weekend, yep. um, just all these things are happening. The world is not slowing down. And it is just, it seems like things are getting, like the cumulative impact. I know I'm starting to feel or have been feeling the cumulative impact of all of this.
0: Yeah. All of this
1: happening at one time.
0: Yeah, I've been pretty drained, um, especially, like, specifically these past couple of weeks. Uh, I've just felt like its it's been an extra level of, like, heaviness. For sure. just like tiredness and like I don't know you know what I'm saying so
1: totally I feel like I am drained in energy I'm also like lacking focus and yeah. inspiration and yes. creativity and you know being a like struggling to remain productive and to keep pro- well I, redundantly but pro- keep producing <laughs> and creating in in this climate in this mm-hmm. context is really really hard and at the same time i struggle with feeling guilt for i don't want to complain um you know because i know that there are people who are navigating realities that are really much more challenging than mine Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to show up and do what i'm responsible to do but the end of the day i find myself wanting to be in bed more than any other place um (laughs) So I don't know, it really resonated with me when um, Michelle Obama was, you know, saying earlier l- last week, you know, a few days ago that mm-hmm. she was dealing with some depression because I'm like, that's just a very honest truth. Um, And it was really sad because when I saw that on Twitter, of course... You know, you're going to see all kinds of things. The oh, trolls and yeah. horrible people on Twitter reacting and responding. And people are still just so hateful and terrible. They and, are. Um, like, you know, just because you have things or just because you have opportunity, just because you have blessings, I think that you can be tired and, uh, and appreciative at the same time. I don't think that you have to compromise one for the other. It's just, it's a matter of, you know, how you weigh things like i can be tired and uh you know irritated or annoyed and be grateful um yeah. i can i can kind of balance those things oh balance is not the right word but those things can coexist you compartmentalize, you
0: compartmentalize your you, uh, we actually can like as human beings everybody has a right to feel more than one way at one time you know what
1: i'm saying one right. doesn't negate one doesn't the other cancel, right right one doesn't cancel out the other so it is completely appropriate for folks to need help or or to find themselves struggling mm-hmm. to um you know like how do you do this <laughs> And what are the, I'm sure the trolls
0: were coming with all, all their, I mean, they
1: were saying all kinds of stuff, calling her a man, talking about, oh, it must be exhausting. Like, you know, and it's just so stupid. Like, it's so dumb.
0: I'm seeing, but I'm seeing that more and more, not even just with Michelle, but just with people in general. You know, we talked last week, I, I think we mentioned it last week about people needing breaks and you know giving people that space to do so I've seen some really wretched awful things on the internet y'all be coming at people for their life choices for moving out of the country for doing things that they need to do for their own mental health or their own lives because you're fucking miserable and (laughs) I'm just so tired of seeing I'm tired of seeing that like what's wrong with y'all you're mad because you're sleeping on these 300 thread count sheets that scratch your back at night and you're upset because somebody else went and did something else with their life, reevaluate your own life choices and worry about your own business. I'm tired of seeing these people have opinions about Everything, everybody, and I'm not talking about fun stuff, you know what I'm saying? Seeing a, that fake ass Jordan Sparks old navy commercial float through the internet <laughs> was a delight.
1: I missed that. <laughs> miss that. I don't know what that is.
0: I posted on my stories. Jordan Sparks has a new song. I guess it's called Sangria or Red Sangria or something. Oh my word. But the, the 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 black internet has taken to taking her video and then putting like old navy ads over it, like or different things like that, because that's what what it looks like and what when I first saw I thought it was an Old Navy ad I said well this is a spicy song for an Old Navy ad drink me uh-huh. up like a red sangria but it was really just her new It's title and you know, I would I hope that she's able to laugh along with things like that on the internet. But wishing harm on people and just speaking negativity into their lives because you're miserable with your own. Go 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 fix yourself. Go talk to yourself. Go figure out what you go. Download the Calm app. Go get yourself a therapist. <laughs> like go get yourself a journal, bitch. Light some resins, bitch, but get the fuck off the internet. Anyway, I'm sorry. Speaking of That's other okay. people's business, Joel said
1: <laughs> Oh yes, he's home from the from he's the home. from the clink. He's home. I did see that.
0: And we're happy to see it. He's clean. Um, Meek Mills helped him to get I heard out that. Um, You know that he is co chair, I believe, of a re- the Reform Alliance, I think is what it's called, where he is helping uh, with prison reform and helping um, inmates to have some hope in the future which we we know how hard that is with this world but i i love to see people using their platforms for good and i mm-hmm. love that now jewels wants to take his platform and and help with prison reform you know with regular inmates that are not just rappers you know what i'm saying or somebody else who gets locked up with some some profile and some status so he's out he went he got home he got greeted by the whole tribe the whole von trap tribe was there and Kimbella <laughs> was there she made his favorites according to the instagram some her I world her famous meat loaf. child she made his world fa- her world famous meatloaf jewels his words she Come on, made world famous <laughs> mac and cheese I want you to picture <sighs> this plate, sis. Okay, so this is meatloaf. Bella
1: made meatloaf and mac and
0: cheese, but it was meatloaf with brown gravy. My kind of meatloaf. Mm. I'm not saying mm. hers was my kind, but brown gravy kind. And mashed potatoes and gravy, corn, okay. and mac and cheese. Just picture no the plate. beige plate. It was
1: beige as fuck. <laughs> Taupe, baby. <laughs> it was not a vegetable. Not a vegetable inside.
0: And my only, my only thing. My only thing with it is I'm so happy and I think when you have been locked up, you deserve to have everything that you want in your life. That you want. But we all know there is no nutritional value in the <laughs> in the jail system. Kimbella, you got to make him a pot of greens to go with
1: this meal so he can have some fiber. That's some cabbage that's or something, something. she could have made him, some green beans. <laughs> some broccoli. A salad even. <laughs> a Brussels sprout just some cruciferous vegetable (laughs) we need to kind of move things along i'm certain you know we do and i'm sure he's gonna be very happy to
0: sit on his porcelain throne alone so you've got to give that man something to help things move
1: well i'm glad that he is home i'm glad that he is well same um he looks and i'm really hope i'm hoping that this this is going to be a start of you know uh you know just a just a path forward a next phase in life right we looking forward to seeing what what the future brings for jewels and his family that's it he we we know he missed the birth of his last child mm-hmm. um
0: so he's been spending a lot of time with the baby and I'm glad that he's getting some bonding time but I love more than anything that I'm that he looks good he's looking healthier yes. and that he's using his using his platform and using his experience to try to help others and I think that's that's beautiful that's a beautiful transition. Sure. Um, The next story is a trigger warning. So I just want to put that out there. Um, There is a singer from Philly by the name of Jaguar Wright. Uh, we all remem- I remember her. You remember her from the, and you remember the, you know, the boom of the Neo soul quote unquote mm-hmm. uh, era where we got a lot of the roots and Bilal and Jilly and everybody out of Philly and, and, and that tribe. Um, she has come forward recently with a with with some accusations and okay. just kinda like putting everybody out there which hold these niggas accountable by all means. Um the alarming story that I read. And, I, and I, I believe she did an IG live. I could be wrong about that. But I read the story. And she told a story about Common some years back. Uh, I believe she was on a tour with him oh, oh. or they were somewhere where they were in the same vicinity working. Um, she laid down to take a nap and woke up with his penis on her mouth. What? Yes. And you know it's just kind of along the lines of like come on you know what this is what? she
1: said this on ig story yeah,
0: yeah i believe it was on live uh let me look this up let me see this again where this was because i read the actual story
1: um, my gracious
0: um but yes it was so she gave it you know she gave, this is from the ybf this is where i read it um She's calling all bullshit. She's she's calling out all the people in the industry who she sung back up for and a lot of their treacherous behavior and covering up a lot of their lies.
1: So did they know, oh, is that like, what is she upset about? Like, she's saying that a lot of people knew about this and didn't. She's saying that her. a lot of niggas
0: are living foul in the music industry and they need to be held accountable for that foul living. Well,. You know, and we remember when, even when the R. Kelly um, docu series came out, there were a lot, there were a few male artists, Jay Z included, who did not want to speak on the situation. Now we don't know why that is. We don't know, you know, people's personal whatever. But I know that. These men, more than anybody, need to be holding these men accountable within this industry and within life in general. But if we're talking specifically about the music industry where there's a lot, a lot, a huge history of heinous sexual behavior, Mm -hmm. these men need to be holding their counterparts accountable before anybody else. So, yes, it was an IG live session with another with another woman. And she accused a comment of trying to put his penis in her mouth while she was sleeping. So it's just disgusting. And like I said, hold him accountable. And, And the men who are listening to this, the GGBs, when you hear your homeboys, your brothers, your cousins, when you hear them talking foul, call it out. It ain't no different than us talking about calling these white people out and white people calling out their fellow white people on their bullshit. You all are responsible for calling out your fellow niggas on their trashy behavior. But a lot of these, mm. a lot, we know a lot of people hide stuff because they have a lot, you know, there's dirt on them other places. So it's just, it's, just, it's a, it's a cycle of things that needs to be broken. But that happened recently. Um. Oh, I, yeah yeah you can sit with that and go read up on it um uh, we know there's been a lot of toxic narratives about Ellen DeGeneres and working for her
1: I have hearing that and I was late to the party because I didn't really realize that all of this was happening Same. um and to what degree but mm-hmm. the more I learn about it the more troubling I find it to be. But um, I I don't know much about... Unfortunately, I didn't... Well, I don't know if, I, if unfortunately was the right uh, uh, preface for that <laughs> statement. But I'm saying, I think that I've seen more... Um, media coverage of the celebrities who are defending Ellen than yep. I have seen of of peop- of the people who are making claims against her. Um, so I understand, like b- broadly, that they're saying that you know it was a hostile work environment mm-hmm. that wasn't safe for marginalized communities. I don't know if it's specific to people of color, is it? Um
0: I so from what I was reading it was uh they were subjected to favoritism by executive producers faced microaggressions and were fired after taking medical leave or bereavement days
1: These are people of color who are making these complaints
0: Yeah they said it was that it was it was black people it was a black woman who used to work on the Ellen DeGeneres show who told BuzzFeed that she experienced racist comments actions and microaggressions during her year and a half as an employee she said when she was hired, a senior level producer told her and another black employee, oh, wow, you both have box braids. I hope we don't get you confused. And at a work party, oh, she God. said one of the main writers told her, I'm sorry, I only know the names of the white people who work here. And other what? co-workers awkwardly laughed it off instead of coming to her defense.
1: What a time to be alive! So it's really funny that this happened, right?
0: And so, and then they then they spoke. So this is obviously that's not Ellen's responsibility for what other people do, but it is your responsibility if you're the head of this um, hostile environment to do something about that. But they said she adds to it. I don't know if that's in 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 relation to just the black people, but they said it. Even the DJ spoke about how this is a toxic work environment, and it was a it was toxic on the set. So. But Tyrese and Kevin Hart.
1: L-O-L, I saw that. I'm like,
0: "L, these two niggas of all the people. people.
1: <laughs> I said, this is not a good look, Ellen. If these are the people who you have speaking on your behalf, maybe. This cause I mean I mean questions. That ain't what, what you I want have questions. <laughs> like, wow, Ellen, I don't I don't know if this is the lane. And t- and, and, and furthermore,
0: outside of it just being Tyrese and Kevin Hart, which again, L O L. Outside of it being them two clowns of mm-hmm. all people. That is particularly rich. I'm irritated at the fact that these are two celebrities if we're gonna take out like the jack acidness of both of them as human beings I'm irritated with celebrities like this who speak up and want to defend these celebrities when this is a black girl who is coming forward and I mean she doesn't sound like she's lying or like she's trying to blow up you know like she's trying to come up or whatever the case she's trying to speak her experience and put the truth out there and you all are not regular people you're not regular employees who sit there and work for somebody and you know what it's like to deal with this you don't deal with that so you coming to the defense of your white celebrity counterpart is so whack especially as it pertains to this particular story and this young black girl speaking out and other black employees speaking out like it's just trash but what more do we expect from a kevin hart and a motherfucking nigga throw the tile in what do we expect (laughs) from them niggas um (laughs) <laughs> oh man. Uh, what a time. What a time. Lastly, on the trash, because I had to save this for last. A video a music video came out and a song. Uh by the name of WAP. That it did. It did. And it did. a lot of people have a whole lot of opinions about it. Agreed. Um, a lot. so of, many opinions so many opinions <laughs> um, I would just like to point out that there has been a laundry list of quite derogatory and degrading songs that we have uh, bounced and Bankhead bounced and jammed and rocked and whatever Millie rocked and whatever else too and twerked and all kinds of things and for whatever reason you niggas have a problem with these two women coming to speak on their genitalia. When y'all <laughs> niggas have been speaking on your genitalia for so you ye-
1: decades. Which what, tr- what I find most fascinating. I feel like there th- that people are really split about this song. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but our, um to your to your point, this song is not uncharted territory for the rap industry by any stretch of the imagination not even close this this song stands on the shoulders of put it in your mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> uh slob Uchi on wa-a-li. my knob slob on my knob let I mean, me see and just, it uh, uh host of other music you know songs interludes anything right <laughs> um so so i i too find it quite telling that there is such a visceral reaction yeah to to this um song um in this video and anything else and i'm i'm i feel like I'm most blown away. I haven't seen a lot of this. I'm sure it's it's out there, but I I have seen black men who have who have um things to say about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's fascinating. But I also feel like you know uh, I don't know. There's even even amongst um, I mean just color communities of color, generally speaking. I just, it's fascinating to me. It seems like there are choices made around what people Mm want to be critical about. Mm -hmm. And double standards Mm -hmm. are just running up and down the street, Mm -hmm. rampant. I mean, Mm. bald-headed and naked. They're just out (laughs) there. And I just, I just, it's this, you know, I think I've come to accept that Black women are just going to be under, um more scrutiny. Always. Um, Always. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever choices we make. Um And I think whether or not you agree content-wise with whatever the song is about or how it's performed or what have you, I mean, the conversation of whether or not these grown adult women have the right to express themselves concerning consensual sex between adults is, you know... I think that that is what it boils down to for me. Like, Mm -hmm. whether, however you feel about it, your preferences, your opinion, whether you like it or don't. I mean, everybody's grown and has the right to do what they want, so... And don't listen to it if you don't like it. If you don't like it, then you do not have to support it. You can even say that you don't like it, but to... uh, but to kind of demand answers and account and hope, like think that you can fake hold people accountable, um, I think it's just another another thing, right? Especially if you know you don't do that for everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, wow, if that's how y'all want. That's what y'all want to do with your time. I don't want to hear no dirty dick cheese nigga
0: talk about anything about a woman, what a woman is talking about, about her body. If she wants to parade and promote her body the way that she wants to, then you let her do that. That's not your business because guess what? She's not going to do anything with you ever. Nobody cares about your dry, dirty, (laughs) cough, cough, dick opinion. Not a single solitary soul. And for the women who have things to say if you don't go put on a porn and relax yourself, oh, well, I rel- it, these are grown ass women. These are grown women who, by the way, have been singing about their genitalia for their entire the career of their
1: careers. Like this, this is, is not, not new. new. This is <laughs> not a new, this has not caught anybody off guard. I almost want to say that there are things I feel like I've heard Cardi especially and Meg most especially. I felt like they were particularly, I don't want to say tame, but I know that I have heard Meg say things that were what that I, that Meg made me
0: told black <laughs> Meg told these niggas, hold
1: your tongue unless you go lick on my clit. Ah, ah. Like I mean, like <laughs> very, I mean, very plainly put. They have said things that are way crazier than what I feel like I've heard in, in this particular song. So I'm very taken aback by the public outcry in response to WAP um because yeah, same i'm like get this fake just outrage like, this is out of here this is what i want to be mad about today this, this fa- okay. get this fake
0: outrage out of here all of y'all every last one of you who has an opinion well well i just feel like they could be using their platforms for better things like there's so many political things going on have they speak on those things uh, yeah do you not do many things in one day do you do the same thing all day every day do you all your conversations the same conversation all day so why can't these women do what they want as grown-ass women number one as women who are in this industry and this is what they do as something that's not brand new as something that's not brand new in this industry not brand new to them as artists not brand new to niggas all of you all can have several seats several of them (laughs) several
1: well lord here we are again
0: before I start mm, singing a mm, song. Mm. And that's the trash this week. <laughs> I think that's enough. I think so. My <laughs> sister's popping right now, like Okay. So our shout out this week um is very brief. I just I got an email not too long before the show started, actually. And I got an email from um Noah's Dance School. We've been trying to get updates. Trying, You know, seeing what's going on, you know, they've been sending constant updates that they're they're trying to figure things out. And uh, I got an email from them right before the show started that said that they are not going to be able to open for the 2021 school year. Um, uh. She attends Alvin Ailey. So it is Alvin Ailey. And I wanted to shout them out specifically for keeping um, the best interest of their their students and their staff in mind Mm. um we know that's a great loss uh and you know that's a huge cut for staff but that's also you know trying to force force kids to come back puts them at at a health risk and puts them at jeopardy as well so i just wanted to shout them out for um for sure for just just trying to, trying to move the way that we should be moving in this society. And that was mm. it. Just keeping it brief. Mm. Come on, Alvin Ailey. I know. Now I'm sad. Very much so. She's been at Ailey for the past three years. And it doesn't mean she's not going back, but it's just really sad that this is yet another activity. And I knew this was... I I Let's be clear. I didn't ex- expect to put her in dance school in September. But I also knew... You know, it just got. I just got sad because it's another activity and it's another reinforcement of like where we're living right now and how much it's affecting all of us, including children, as you heard us mm-hmm. speaking about the other week with um, with Sophia. So it just made me kind of sad. But I'm also glad that they're taking all the proper precautions to make sure that right. that their people are good. So we just wanted to shout out Alvin Ailey this week. And we can move along to our kitchen table 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 table
1: ben and jerry's three new non-dairy frozen desserts are a new twist on vegan euphoria so many non-dairy flavors so little time ben and jerry's has three new non-dairy frozen desserts made with sunflower butter the ben and jerry's flavor gurus have taken a big leap this time their new non-dairy flavors are the perfect sweet treats for vegans vegetarians and everyone in between uh, A.K.A. meat eaters like Jade and myself. So I am a big fan of uh, all things dairy. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, admittedly, I was a little leery of venturing into the land of non dairy desserts. But I was pleasantly surprised by what was uh, what by what my my tongue was greeted with when I journeyed into the Ben and Jerry's plant based uh, line. I'm a big fan of the creme brulee and a big fan of the mint chocolate chip. Um, and you know, I'm not even going to hold you when I had it for the first time, I couldn't even really tell, like you would have been able to, you know, uh, dupe me. Like I really would, I would not have guessed that what I was eating was a non-dairy dessert. It was that good. It was creamy. It was, it had, it had an awesome mouth feel. It felt like ice cream in my mouth. It just was all things good. And, you know, I'm not going to hold you, but, uh, you know, there was a Ben and Jerry's store not far from my old apartment. And one of my favorite things to do in the summertime was to go there and get a homemade ice cream sandwich. Um, Like, you know, you can like choose your cookies and, you know, make a chip witch of sort. And um, I know that that place is probably closed now for the quarantine. But if I had my way, I would put a little creme brulee between them snickerdoodles and let the Lord Mm. do his good work. (laughs) Because I think that that would be. I think that that would really take my praise To a higher place okay Make half um, so, baked vegan Okay sorry. yes and, <laughs> yo, and that also too And while we're there If y'all made that cookies and cream vegan I wouldn't be mad I wouldn't be upset at all with the Oreos I wouldn't be upset So check out Ben and Jerry's Sunflower Butter lineup And the whole non-dairy flavor family At BenJerry.com That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y dot com Get fresh,
0: pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh offers so many recipes to choose from every week to help you break out of your recipe rut. And there's something for everyone, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and family-friendly recipes. With HelloFresh, you can get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes and save up to 28% compared to your supermarket shopping trips. HelloFresh can also help you eat more sustainably. Their pre-portioned ingredients uh, mean there's less prep for you and less food waste. They offer contactless delivery to your doorstep and the packaging they use is almost entirely made from recyclable and or already recycled content. In 2019, HelloFresh donated over 2.5 million meals to charity. This year, they're stepping up their food donations amid the coronavirus crisis. Let me tell you all how much I enjoy HelloFresh. Outside of the fact that it saves me so much time, we have full, complete, delicious meals. Enough for everybody. I made some cheesy smothered mushroom chicken with mashed potatoes and roasted carrots. Half an hour. That's all it took me. Firecracker meatballs with roasted green beans and jasmine rice. My child likes it. I love it. My husband loves it. Everybody in the family wants a little bit of the HelloFresh, and we're big. We we recycle a lot in our household. Like it's a big thing for us. So being able to have the majority of the packaging, uh, made of recyclable friendly. It's my jam. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 80grown and use code 80grown to get a total of $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. That's HelloFresh.com slash 80grown and code 80grown for a total of $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details.
1: All right. Um, let's talk about adulting, right? This is what we convene every week to discuss But um, I've been thinking a lot about um, life, right? Because, I mean, I guess whatever we're facing always puts me in a very existential place, right? I'm always like, you know, what is the meaning of life? (laughs) And and, uh, I was thinking about um, just in terms of all the things. So, like, in my work, we talk about change and, um, you know, I study change and study, like, you know, processes of change, illuminating um, how organizations, specifically individuals that are you know operate within organizations, how they th- think about make meaning of and kind of navigate change, mm-hmm. right? Because you know whether or not we want to believe it, as as close as tightly as we hold on to things like tradition um, and uh, conventional practices, like anything that's not changing and growing is dead. Um, right. so I'm thinking about like, when we think about change, I think a mistake that people make is that we think about change, uh, off and in, in learning as like separate entities when mm-hmm. they're, when one informs the other. Mm-hmm. So as I'm thinking about these changes that we're navigating, I'm often always thinking about what we're learning. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when I think about what I'm learning about this stage of my life, it made me think about like, wow, I'm learning a lot. Um, and this is just not going how I thought it was going to go. And not because, <laughs> not not just because we're living in the last days, but, but um, <laughs> just kind of like what I thought about a uh, being an adult is so different than what my reality of adulthood is actually, uh, you know, how that manifests itself every day. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking like, you know, there's lots of lies. We talk about the scam of adulting all the time right. on this particular show. So I wanted to talk about like the the top lies of adulting. <laughs> I don't know if we wanted to do like a top list, top 10, top 5. Top, what are the most uh offensive untruths, right? Like what what did you think about being an adult? Like when you were thinking about adulthood as you you know as a child and as a teen? What were some of the things that you were told or what were some of the things that you were made to believe or had come to believe or come to know mm-hmm. or think about adulting that your actual life has disproven? <laughs> I'll start off with um,
0: one, if you don't mind. A yes, light please. one. please. Just, we'll, just, mm-hmm. we'll just start off with a light one and then we'll get into a good discussion or list or whatever. Absolutely. When I was young and we were riding the car. I said to myself, when I get older, i'm gonna keep that motherfucking light on the whole time i drive
1: <laughs> what the the light in the, the top overhead the light
0: just because mm-hmm. i was told that we could not and it was illegal <laughs> and i said i'm gonna keep that light on that's a stupid law and then i, I mean, got just... old. and i realized yes. a that it is a lie that it is illegal it is not illegal for you to drive light on but it is annoying and that is why my parents told me to turn the damn light off and that is why i now tell noah that it is illegal (laughs) to keep that light on while i drive
1: i mean these are the things right (laughs) like this is the actual factuals. um so there are things that we are told Mm -hmm. they're like rules that we're we've been made to adhere to things we've been made to believe um, I was talking to Dustin earlier He gave me a good one Another good one He was just like um, There's no such thing As a permanent record Like all <laughs> through our childhood oh, We were yes. told that This thing was gonna be On your permanent record And it's like Ain't no record B no. Like where What record what and When record? were you all gonna teach us About expunging said
0: records When
1: were you gonna <laughs> talk about that <laughs> But like, And like What do these records mean Relative to like You know Anything that is important to us now even if they did exist but so all of that I want to just and I I took to the internet as I usually do when I have these questions Mm -hmm. about life (laughs) and just started asking people what you know what are some of their lies like what are the lies that they've been told girls like tell me um, tell me What are the biggest lies of adulting And what are some things that you thought about childhood About adulthood as a child Or a teen that your adult life has disproven And when I tell you that There are over like a hundred replies <laughs> um, Yeah Because folks have a lot to say about this But I've tried to kind of categorize them I um, mean like I said I don't know if this is um, I don't know if this is a, a, a w- will manifest itself As kind of like a, a Top anything list, or we'll talk about these in any particular order, but I thought it would be cool to, to talk about them, um, you know, at the kitchen table. I'm totally down, so um, I will say, uh, I, okay, again, in no particular order, but there's just, I'll just kind of I've kind of categorized them. So, one big one was that, you know, being an adult is fun. <laughs> like we thought that. We thought that adult adulting was going to be the time of our lives. We thought we were going to do whatever we wanted to do and it was just going to be a loads of laughs and good time and Let whatever t- it is that tickled no. our fancy, it was going to be a blast.
0: Let me tell you the extent of the fun of your adulthood. Being man. able to listen to WAP freely in your house, okay, without <laughs> judgment. Outside of that. And if you got kids, I hope you're not listening to it out loud. You're still oh, restricted.
1: <laughs> There's like some they said it was gonna be fun, right? They, they like or or I don't know if they said it was gonna be fun or like folks made it look like it was fun, or we were just fantasizing. We we but We
0: were kind of duped because there were movies like big that came out Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. you know uh, glamorized and glorified adulthood and how and if you all don't know what big is i don't know i know we have some young listeners big is a movie starring tom hanks from the 80s Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it is one of my favorite movies um look it up on the imdb get your life yes look it up and then find out where you can watch it because it's actually a very good movie. But Tom Hanks basically is a 13 year old boy who uh, approaches this machine and you know ask for a wish to be big he wants to be grown and he get buys this big loft in new york and he you know goes and plays on the giant piano at fao schwartz and mm-hmm. eating candy and having girlfriends and has a soda machine in the loft he's just living this like glamorous uh, life of adulting right I do love how they do show the difficulties, though, because he wants to go back to his very simple life as a child. But Mm -hmm. it's things like that that have kind of glamorized adulthood for us. Um, And then we have examples like we've talked about before of like, you know, where sometimes things were not shown to be as hard as what they actually are. We weren't told the whole truths of things. (laughs) So, but they've been glamorized for sure. So that's why we were so you know, just obsessed with being adults. For sure.
1: Uh, There were a lot of people chiming in about, like, dating and relationships, which which I thought was especially interesting, right? Because, Mm. like, um, so kind of like, like talking about more broadly, like how we talk about adulting more broadly, Mm -hmm. a lot of people thought that, like, you know, relationships were going to be all rainbows and rose petals, right? Yeah. Uh, And we romanticize Mm -hmm. even our, even friendships, but especially romantic relationships. Uh, Relationships are easy. And we think about things like committed relationships or marriage in terms of like, like marriage always equals stability. And that doesn't seem to be the truth. And as as far as like (laughs) marriage, (laughs) marriage, (laughs) marriage being like, you know, some indication of status. Or like, you know, uh, clout or, you know, Mm -hmm. or that you can earn your way to uh, a a, a marriage. Like, you know, if you do the right things, if If you cook, if you clean, then you're going to get this ring. (laughs) Oh, Lord have mercy. But yes. So like, so like we told all these things, but our actual lived reality Mm -hmm. suggests that relationships are very, very hard work. And there are things about them that are, you know, that are, you know, that bring us joy yeah, and fulfillment. Absolutely. But at the but at the same time that that does not mean that they don't come without a some level of investment. Um toughest of career of my life. I'm gonna be exactly perfectly, time perfectly is, honest. and sacrifice. <laughs> and I think that we have to learn, I'm learning that you have to like learn and unlearn. Like I, I feel like I have been and what this fascinates me, we talk about this all the time, sis, but I am fascinated by how from birth, it seems that men and women are socialized around relationships in completely different ways. Oh, absolutely. And then, yeah, we I know don't know, that. then the expectation is that we're supposed to come together yeah, know. Um, and know how to be together when we've not been taught or and oftentimes we don't have many strong examples. I speak from my own personal experience. I don't want to. Assume that I know y'all's lives and circumstances, but I don't feel like I had many strong models of how to build relationship in practice. There mm-hmm. were there were examples of of long lasting relationships and what I would consider good relationships. But you kind of saw them as kind of like the shiny finished product. You don't really get to get insight into people's business around what work it takes for them to have a healthy relationship. Um, so I don't really know that I got to see mm-hmm. those, those things happening in practice. And I'm learning that, you know, being in a relationship requires me to unlearn a lot of the things that I thought, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to unlearn how to, because I've been taught and raised my whole life to be independent and self-sufficient and worry about myself. But if I'm in a relationship with someone, then I have to, um, you know, learn how to, you know. Be work complimentary Be selfless. Child. Um, and Let me tell you To something. consider other people, like there, there's just so, there's just and so consider many other.
0: Not even just be considerate, but like consider other people's personalities and reactions. And yeah, for my for my, my woo woo girls, I know Kea gonna roll her eyes. It's fine. <laughs> Before my woo oh, woo girls,
1: I don't even know what that means. What I am a
0: girls? Virgo, married.
1: Oh, okay. I was like, what? What is a woo woo? <laughs> i am
0: a virgo married to an aquarius okay now i love him down to my toenails i'm i (laughs) but this is the most challenging career that i have ever ever embarked on in my life and let me tell you it's not lost on me okay listen to me close and you all will probably agree (laughs) it's not lost on me that When you've been in a long-term relationship, a lot of our aunts and moms and, you know, women we know, it's not lost on me that these these women don't go get remarried for a reason. It's not because they can't (laughs) find nobody. It's because they've done this once and said, I don't ever want to do this shit again.
1: (laughs) I just learned so much. I mean, it's it's very true, right? It's like, you know, it seems like there is, we think about relationships or I've, little girls specifically. I feel like as a little girl, especially growing up in church and all these other things, the 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 concept of relationship was always presented to me in very idealized ways Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. very transactional ways and ways that, that were about me and not about anybody who I was trying to be in relationship with. Right. And, um, I felt, I feel like while we were at the prayer breakfasts and the women's day conferences talking about, uh, how to be a good wife in terms of, uh, you know, looking the part, and you know, being what you're supposed to be on paper, and looking, the you know, part. all those proverbs, thirty-one kinds of things. No <laughs> one tells you how to keep your wits about you when you're looking at this nigga, and he is on your the last nerve that you have. Like, mm, mm. no, I don't feel like we spend enough time. Nope. Really get into the business of no. of the work of relationship and. Um, And I'm not talking about work on like... Because we real good as women. uh, We real good at pointing out the flaws in our partners. But what I'm learning right now is that... The work of the the work of relationship requires me to like you said your partner becomes your mirror right yeah. so it requires me to look at myself in all the ways that I might be less than uh <laughs> I might be you know less than amazing as far as being a good
0: <laughs> not less than a yet. good
1: partner right so it's like okay well okay I didn't really know that we was coming here to talk about me but clearly like you know we when it's time to do the work relationship and, and have those conversations, it's like, oh, okay, so I'm gonna have to check myself as well. Yeah, so, or effective ways.
0: Effective ways of communication. I I don't I feel like they talk about women checking themselves. I feel like they talk mm. about women, you know, being mindful that this is the head of the household and this is this and this is that or whatever, whatever. They don't do the same thing for niggas. They all they say is like they're sensitive. Be sensitive to their feelings. So, so That's what deb-
1: is? So yes, absolutely. I think that another thing that fascinates me is that um, relationships is very much a topic, a, a content, like a topic of discussion at women's programmings. and mm-hmm. relation. Like men are almost never talking about that. No, so, and, and I've talked about that before on this show, where it seems like, especially in church spaces. Um, and and I've had guys to actually explain this to me and it's like, I'm still kind of processing it, but it's like men, little boys, men, teenage boys or whatever are, are taught to think that marriage is a good thing for me to have. Right. It would be, it would be dope. It would, it would help me. It will be, it will push me further along toward my own individual goals. It is a nice thing to have. Much like, uh, you know, cable is a nice thing to have. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are some people who require cable, who like, I can't live without cable, but there are some people who don't need it at I... all. So, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> well, on the other hand, I feel like women are socialized and I speak for myself. I know that in part of my own socialization, I was taught to believe that if I didn't have a husband, I had made a grave mistake. <laughs> in life i have not done something you know i have um you know whether i've chosen my career like people who believe that you have to choose you can't have both you have to choose one or the other um or that or you know that whole thing where it's like um you you didn't like you did something wrong like you know what i'm saying like you didn't make yourself available you you didn't dumb yourself down enough you didn't do or i don't know maybe i'm no that's, Sim- no, that's speaking that's, that's too how, simplistically. That's how, but it how just society like does. We're raised to believe that you have to be married. You you must be married. It is it is not something you know. And while I think now our generation and younger people are starting to uh, uh, you know be more amenable to the reality that relationships and marriage aren't for everyone mm-hmm. and people can live whole mm-hmm. and full uh, adult lives without ever being partnered and be just fine yep. and be happy.
0: And there are people in all who don't want children.
1: Yes. Um but but I I don't I don't think that that was something that was a part of my reality in um coming up. Mm-hmm. Um when I when I was think about what I thought adults did, marriage was a part of that. And marriage was a part of that by a certain time. So a lot of the people who responded on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook were saying like, you know, one of the biggest lies of adulting was that I thought I would be married by 25 mm-hmm. or I thought I, I would have certain things in place um, or I would have found my partner during undergrad or I would have found my partner much sooner um, or that I was expected to have a partner at all. So, yes, dating, relationships, all that stuff. That's one of the big that was a, one of the other big, larger categories of. The lies of adulting, and then um, the other other kind of big big one was was uh, as far as parents, right? So a lot of us were raised to think that our parents were perfect people, um, and like you know, I can speak for it. Like I, it took me a long time. It wasn't until I started, I was a young adult, that I realized like I started to recognize the humanity of my mom and mm-hmm. other adults around me, um, because I kind of raised them up to be this kind of standard um this like idea of a of what i should be aspiring toward um mm-hmm. instead of actually thinking about them as someone who you know don't really know what they're doing yeah, <laughs> so, they're trying to so, figure it out too right so like you know parents and ad- adults being you know or the expectation that we're supposed to have it all together and all Child. figured out I, by a certain time all, all baby, zero one two nine on Twitter
0: said, <laughs> "No one preps you for how much you may end up needing to help take care of your parents. They don't My tell God. you that you'll need to parent your parents."
1: Listen, because that's real. That's real, and not. And I've learned that parenting is more than like tri- contributing financially and oh, helping absolutely. them, like in the livelihood ways. But like I said, I said in a group chat when when we were talking about it earlier, mm-hmm. it was like. You know, the world is is changing at such a pace where it's like my mom and my grandparents can be childlike in their naivety, right? Yeah. Like the, the questions that they ask about what's happening in the world can be very much like, you know, questions that no one might ask mm-hmm. you because mm-hmm. they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And not to be funny, but like if my mom were to hear, like, you know, even like as, as it relates to politics, what's going on um, with the election, mm-hmm. uh, you know, me and my, my family have had some real candid conversations about what certain Thinkers and leaders and policymakers mean when they say certain things, but even as far as culture, like I hope and pray that my mother never ever hears "wap," but if she does, <laughs> I'm going to have some explaining to do. Not you from didn't make a place of like, my yeah, I mean, no, not not explaining like. Not they like always that, put you in that like... weird
0: position, though, where they'd be like, well, my mother knows. My mother, my mother's favorite <laughs> words my entire childhood were listen to that filth when you get out of my car. Like, <laughs> she knows. My mom knows. But, like, but I had, but oh, they God. still put you in an awkward position even when they know you listen to filth to be like, so have you ever heard of this song, Wop? What does it mean? I'm like, bruh, go Google it and don't ask me. You know I don't want to answer that.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. It's really hard, right? It's really hard because you got to teach. I got to tell my mom about, like, estate planning. Yeah. And when she has questions about, like, life insurance... And I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. let me find out, you know what I'm saying? But there's things that I don't know, but because I have the internet and kind of can search around things and kind of know my way around those parts, like we having to learn and navigate these things together. And that's not something that I expected to have to do, right? I never would have expected that my, like your parents don't know anything. So that's a big lie of, of adulting. <laughs> like parents know everything that is not at all the truth. Oh, I saw a good one on here. Mm-hmm
0: oh this is from mario
1: enigmatic
0: loon <laughs> he says that going to college automatically secures a future when in all actuality it only secured debt now so this
1: is a thing no yeah. go ahead please
0: oh i was that's not shitting on college or higher education yeah. you know what i'm saying we want to encourage our kids to uh try to set themselves up for the best form of success right and that's what we've always yes. been taught i think where the misstep has been and i'm especially not going to sit here and shit all over higher education with kia sitting up in my face
1: <laughs> but well, i mean i have critiques as well so please but be yourself say what you need to say i
0: that we we have been conditioned and you know I, w- I we've been conditioned and i know a lot of households have had it, have had it harder than i you know than i've had and there's been different situations but we've been conditioned to think like going to college is going to get you a diploma that is i mean get you a degree that is going to get you a job and you're going to be set and right. there's many avenues of trying to figure some of that out and i feel like that's kind of been drilled that that is the only way to be set up for success and that is a problem
1: <clears throat> absolutely I think that because so of, of the hundreds of responses that we got I would say that that responses like this one were about 60% mm-hmm. um, and, and to me I think that this is huge because it it I attribute this to kind of the broader systems of white supremacy because this kind of falls under the respectability umbrella as far as I'm concerned yes absolutely and this, this this fake cultural this faith, fake American culture cultural value of meritocracy right that 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 suggests that if you work hard Mm -hmm. and you earn you know you do the thing the right things in the right order at the right times Mm -hmm. then you know things will just magically fall into place for you so that's a way that you know uh whiteness as a system right Mm -hmm. has tried to make people believe that they could earn their way out of their oppression Yep, um, and that is woefully problematic, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, no matter how hard we work, the system is set up for us to fail. Yep. So there's no level of success that's going to push us past that. And what I think it it does, as far as li- it's so limiting, because it suggests that other forms of, uh, uh, you know, earning a living, other livelihoods are somehow less important or less necessary or less prestigious, right? So I'm thinking, you know, there are people who opted to go to college when their purpose was in trade school or people who um, opted to go to college or was were pushed or pressured to go to college when their their purpose was in entrepreneurial endeavors. And again, mm-hmm. hear me and hear me well, as someone who sits here with a Range Rover's worth of student loan debt and four <laughs> degrees, um, that while I recognize that my journey was my journey, right? And I don't take anything for granted. Like, I don't think I would have done anything differently. Um, but I recognize that this is what I needed to do in order to do the work that I feel like I've been called to do. I recognize that that is not everybody's path. There's no one. There are no, um, and that's a big lie of adulting, right? That that there are key things that we can do that will secure our success mm-hmm. or um, you know fiscal solvency um, or that that will have all of the things in life. That um, you know, white folks have, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think I think that that is one of the major major lies of adult. And I'm glad that that now that our generation, what gives me hope is that I feel like now that we have. Uh, The space to kind of have these conversations, we can start talking about combating these lies with some truth and reality Mm -hmm. um, about that and start to break down some of these misconceptions that we have about other career pathways because college has its use and values for certain walks, right, mm-hmm. of life, like certain professions, certain livelihoods, um, certain, um, you know, whatever you whatever you're, it, it, is, it is in the cards for people who are called to do what, you know, those kinds of jobs, but everyone is not called to do that kind of work. Um, and so y'all know me, I've never been hung up on, like you know I'm not one of those Academics that only Hangs out with academics No Most not of at my friends I'm usually I'm usually the Only one in my Friends groups That mm-hmm. that went to school As much as I did Yeah um, she just be over here With the that's RNs some, <laughs> No that's just In my Even in my Even in my family That's, that's just What mm-hmm. I'm Accustomed to Like you know I, I come from hard-working, blue-collar people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I have a lot of respect. Like, I feel like my grandfather has a high school diploma, and I deem him to be one of the smartest individuals I've ever met. Truly. Um, you know, and I'm not saying that just because he's my d but I'm just saying that <laughs> there are people who have levels of experience and expertise that you don't get matriculating through an education system as, as we have set up here in this country. So that is a major, 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 major lie absolutely um, and i'm glad that that a lot of us ha- are hip and going forward i hope that we can start to undo some of that undo some of that damage um but i think the uh, outside of that one i would say the second the second largest uh response um uh, around these these lies the, the second biggest lie was that um being an adult means you can do whatever you want <laughs> Or that you, that you have freedom, like, you know, like that you, that you get to yeah. make your own choices and do your own thing. And I think to a certain degree that is true, but I think we don't get to kind of, we don't just move about the world with reckless abandon like we thought no. we would when we were six and seven no. years old. We have responsibilities um, and and those things kind of limit our behavior in certain ways. And mm-hmm. I know you can attest to that as a, as, a, gotcha. as someone who is raising a little person. <laughs>
0: Let me tell you about (laughs) seven-year-olds. They're a different kind of energy. And they're, like, smart. So they do things on their own, but they're still busy. And Noah's in this, like, phase where she wants to be up under me all the time now. She's like, nope, I just want to, nope, I'm just going to sit here with you. I'm going to play Sims. And... (sighs) And I'm just going to sit here with you. And I'm like, but you're going to sit so close to me just right here, like right at my underpit, my underpit. Just be right there. But anyway, yes. Oh, here's another one that was good. Another two. Um, That my parents slash village were my primary example of proper adulting and parenting. Truth is Mm -hmm. they were winging it as well. Also, successes and failures are circumstantial, and they vary from person to person. See also dreams deferred because someone else attempted and failed. For sure, absolutely, so, absolutely. Um,
1: hard work, hard work pays off. Is is another one. I think that kind of falls in the meritocracy bucket because there are some of us who are working our fingers to the bone and, right. and don't have as much to show for as as you would think. Truly, you know, like there are people who like like those people who work. You know, blue collar jobs or work. You know, in certain certain industries and work all kinds of crazy hours, mm-hmm. and and yet don't have the same kind of financial flexibility as folks who don't. And I don't want to say work is hard, but like who work differently, right? Right. Um, but I mean, in some cases, I guess you could say they don't work as hard. <laughs>
0: It's true. But, I mean, it may not be yeah. as uh, labor intensive. Um Right. B- it, but that yeah, that work hard whatever and also that work hard play hard. Nigga, you work hard, you are tired, you want to go to sleep.
1: That's another Th- thing. That whole sleep when you're dead or or, or that like or or, or the lie, the lie is that naps the are Rock overrated. Mentality.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Or that naps are overrated. It's like, no, we need what? to like a naps are an essential Element of adult life that we need to prioritize. Rest is uh, is something that Key. adults need more than anything, mm-hmm. or anybody else.
0: Mm-hmm. I wish I would have seen my mother rest more. I really exactly like having I those examples. I really did. Um, and 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 the first part of what the I think it was Miss Piggy Smalls who wrote that last tweet that our parents were winging it you know we spoke to it a little bit but they were they were Mm -hmm. trying to figure it out as we are trying to figure it out we just now have a few more resources and things at our fingertips that they did not have they did not have but you know according to us our grandparents and our parents they were the pinnacle they were the the how you how you should do it well not for everybody but you know for Mm -hmm. uh
1: a good deal of us yeah but hey guys that's my list, yeah, I there was it a was lot fun. there was a lot yeah. but and i I mean, I'm sure that the list will continue to grow because I posted it earlier today this morning, and I mean the things are still very much rolling in, mm-hmm. so I mean, I think we should continue to talk about these things, um because I would like to have future conversations around like you know thinking about who told us these lies and like you know, um. Are these lies, like, limited to our generation? So are we as millennials kind of thinking about these things? Like, if generations before us did, like, Mm -hmm. what did they do about it? And why didn't they tell us? (laughs) Um, Why didn't they tell us the truth? And finally, I mean, you know, like I was saying before, as it relates to undoing some of the damage of these lies, since we know better now, and since we can have these conversations now... What can be, what are some of the things that we might do differently to kind of encourage truth
0: mm-hmm. and
1: truth telling? Like, what are ways, like, you know, like you were saying, like, as a mom, should you prioritize your rest and you're going to model rest for Noah and make sure that she knows it's okay for her to take care of herself. Yep. And not only that it's okay, but it's priority for her Absolutely. to take it's care essential. of herself and and yeah so like what are some of the things that i'm i hope to do and maybe we can continue that conversation later on but i just i mean we talk I about the scam that. of adulting all the time but i wanted to um
0: yeah we'll dismantle kinda, the scams we'll we'll, yeah. we'll take another episode dismantle how are we how we're going to dismantle some of those scams let's do it <laughs> all right well we're skipping the honesty box this week um but you can continue to send your Honesty Box questions to Podcast at gmail.com and, and we'll get back to it. But we'll move on to black Woman self-care, which is a wonderful follow-up to this segment.
1: <laughs> Okie doke. Let's, do it. let's do, it. Do, it, do, it, do it. Sometimes our food is more than just food. All the time, but yes, yeah, sometimes it's an integral part of our community. So this year, Discover is giving five million dollars to support black owned restaurants, top places like Post Office Pies in Birmingham, Alabama, Back in the Day Bakery in Savannah, Georgia, and hundreds more black owned restaurants in your local community all across the country. Learn how you can show your support at discover.com.
0: Our It's black woman self-care time. So I have a couple of black woman self-cares this week. My first one, so I told you all, you know, I've been trying to implement a nighttime routine, but I also realized that I need to implement. Crystal Jean and I have been talking a lot about routines and Mm -hmm. I realized that I need to implement a uh, morning routine as well. So at nighttime is when I, you know, do my deeper meditation, more so prayer, you know, just kind of talking about very specific things and expressing gratitude. Nigger, <laughs> you are messing Hello, up. This is a segment that you are not invited to. Um, you know, that's kind of where I take the nighttime to, to kind of dive deep like that. But the morning I said, well, how can I set a nice tone for my day? So I started really utilizing my Calm app and um, trying to give myself a good morning meditation to just try to set my day off on a nice note. And they also have kids meditation. So what I w- decided that I want to start implementing is after I do my personal one, because it's important that we, you know, take care of ourselves because we can't give from an empty cup. Um I want to do a small morning meditation with Noah so that nice. it kind of sets the tone for her day as well, but like in her own language. So these are speci- specially tailored to children. So I want to do a little meditation for myself in the morning and a little meditation with her. Um, And that's my black woman self-care.
1: I love it. Mine is not as um, amazing as yours. Oh, stop. It is actually kind of ghetto and raggedy, but... (laughs) I love ghetto and raggedy. It is something that has brought me some joy this week. Um, And I have done it. um, It's kind of helped me to kind of get through... Um, You know, those of you who follow me on social media know that um, I have to sit in Zoom meetings for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know that I have ever really... um, I don't know that I've... um, I didn't had any concept of how draining it is to be engaged in that you know in that kind of online meeting space for hours on end. Mm-hmm. So like when you on Zoom, you know, for three hours or better, when you get off, the very last thing is you want to do is continue to look at your computer and um, work. So, um, well, I've been, I've been taking breaks um and really uh being and, and really resisting shaming myself for taking breaks like so not taking breaks from my work and and you know I'm learning that my breaks make me more productive mm-hmm. and it's probably take me a longer time to realize this than I would like to admit <laughs> but um you know, I, I recognize that I have to walk away from my work and kind of decompress and mm-hmm. do something that is not work-related at all. And the way that I have been doing that here lately is that I downloaded the Phase 10 app on my iPad. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Because y'all know that I bang with Phase 10. It is, it is one of my jams. Like is It is a game, game that I very much enjoy. And there is a game on... The iOS, I'm sure that they have it for droids as well, but you can play phase 10 on your phone or iPad. And, you know, what I like about it is that it is not one of those games that sucks you in for hours at a time. Right. So you can play around or hand for like 10, 15 minutes and kind of get your fix and then go back to doing your work. So. Um, it's not one of those games that, you know, you kind of get caught up in Candy Crush or Bejeweled or something. And before you know it, you done spent 30 hours, but this is like, you know, it's confined. So like you have your phases. It's like, you have like five phases to complete. So once you finish your phases and, um, you know, you have to like, let your lives build up too. So that helps all of that. All of this to say my, in my getaway downloading, this app has been my self care this week because it has just made such a difference. Bitch, as far got, as like you know you know me being able to app. take my breaks from between my meetings so that I take my break I play my little game then I'm able to come back and kind of knock some things out on my to-do list yeah amen
0: I literally you should have never told me that I just downloaded <laughs> phase so 10 spades and uh uno
1: <laughs> i mean i i just i'm glad that I could be helpful because it's really kind of changed the game for me I'm like over here like why ain't nobody tell me about Phase Ten before now? But it is—it is lit. I'm a fan. I don't use my phone a lot. Like I, I,
0: I. I... <sighs> You know, social media. I've been social media has just been a a trash box, and I try to put it down. But knowing that I don't have to scroll, and I have other things there. Like, I mean, obviously, I'll pick up Mm -hmm. a book. You know, sometimes I'll go binge The Indian Matchmaker, a wonderful show.
1: Really? Is that like on Netflix or something? It's on
0: Netflix, and I've been watching Indian Matchmaker. Um, I don't watch. I watch Drag Race primarily. That's just like my thing uh Mm -hmm. drag race and but then when i get i've got you know i did i may destroy you and i did um indian matchmaker and then obviously the 90 day fiance and whatnot but Mm -hmm. that it is a it is a wonderful show very entertaining very entertaining i love that a very good show but that's our black woman self-care this week let us know what y'all been doing and take care of yourselves, and especially in this dumpster fire of a world. You know, you can always write in to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe we'll do a black woman, excuse me, black person self-care um, For sure. kitchen table one day you know where we just do a bunch of them so black person self-care let me remember to implement that but we have petty peeves to get to so let's do it and i want to be very responsible of the things i say to my sister because everybody know i can be real petty p-e to the t-t-y honey okay it's petty peeve time and i'm putting mine on parade i talked about (laughs) the silverware before i have another question I'm going to direct it at men, but if you're one of these people too, feel free to chime in. (laughs) Why don't y'all clean the sink out after you wash the dishes?
1: Now, when (sighs) you say clean the sink, do you mean like wipe it down? I mean... Literally, like,
0: get the debris out of the sink from washing dishes and then soaping the sink out and bleaching the sink sink out out. Yeah, and then, you know, wiping that out. Rinsing
1: it and wiping it down. What's the problem?
0: Wow. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, my God. And I'm sure it's not all of them. But why? It's not the only time I've seen it, though. That's the thing. (laughs) And it's like a notorious like part of cleaning the kitchen. When you wash the dishes, you opt to clean the kitchen. (laughs) And when you opt to clean the kitchen, that comes along with wiping down appliances, wiping behind appliances, disinfecting down the counters, wiping down the cabinets and the drawers, cleaning the stove, washing the dishes, cleaning the sink sweeping the floor and mopping it after when i clean the kitchen i clean the kitchen i don't just wash the dishes you see
1: <laughs> 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 I just perhaps a checklist would be helpful but i don't know if that if if one might find that condescending you know i'm learning a
0: caribbean man who right, would be like what i'm what is this?
1: learning exactly <laughs> But I'm learning, and this is, I'm learning uh, from my friends who are in uh, marriages and or committed relationships, partnerships, um, that folks come into relationships with different concepts of what something like cleaning the kitchen Mm. might be or Mm. entail. So Mm. like, and, and what I've also learned is like the way that we clean the kitchen is usually not the way that they clean the kitchen.
0: No, it's different. It's different
1: and what's so, so funny is, is is that something that i just have to come to accept like you know what, like if
0: i i the 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 uh extreme burn my bras would be very upset probably you know what i'm saying <laughs> um and then there may be like the Susie homemakers who may also be equally upset but i find that there's just a balance and sometimes you know, you, you're not able to control everything. You know what I'm saying? So what I have come to do is my cleaning time is my therapeutic, cathartic time. You know what I'm saying? I get these niggas about the house and I get to work. And it's comforting for me because, A, I know I'm going to be in a home that is up to the standard that I want <laughs> And B is done the way in which I want it to be done. And I get to chill up in my very comfortable home. And they come and what's so fascinating is they'll like come home and be like, mommy, it's so clean in here. So you recognize <laughs> that this situation looks slightly different and that like there is a uh, a new a new sparkle, a new wig happening here in this situation. But for whatever reason, when it comes down to y'all participating in that activity, that sparkle ain't there. But you recognize mm. that there's a sparkle when it's just me by myself. So... I, that is my long way of telling you yes. Yeah, sometimes you just got to deal with it and figure it out, <laughs> like You know what I'm saying? And it's not to say that you accept laziness or that you're like, okay, I'm going to do all of this on my own. No, you talk to your partner. Like, of course, there's been conversations that we've had about different things. And I'm not married to a lazy person. So I'm not worried about that. But some of those small petty peeves, things like this, are things that I've just kind of come to let get on my nerves, but realize like I'm, I'm. Let me just go back behind and and just do this because it's just mm. gonna be quicker for me to do it than to be fussing all over the place, and then that don't do nothing but irritate me and my energy. So yeah,
1: it'd be like that sometimes. My, my, What's your my. petty peeve? <laughs> my petty peeve is very simple. That I I really wish that um I I wasn't so sore. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning that. And I don't know what it is. And I know that there's I I've made an Insta story about this. Um, like I I'm falling into a rhythm with working out. I'm feeling like it's a part of a routine. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do it as regularly as possible. We all saw that um, bad buddy as bathing suit <laughs> picture or the Instagram. That's not what this is about. That's <laughs> not what this is about. I'm saying that the I work out and I feel like, I don't know if it's age or what I'm, but I'm sore a lot. (laughs) And it just hurts so bad. And I be trying to figure out how to unsore myself and it just cannot. You got to get you a gun. I don't know, but I just have me. I'm in a committed relationship with my heating pad. Yeah. I sleep with him every night. Do you take Um, Epsom salt baths? I haven't, it, but it is not something that I am above. Honestly, I you can might. get you
0: lavender Epsom salt in this day and age. Take you some Epsom I have, salt. I think bags. I
1: have some of the Mister Teals, mm-hmm, Doctor mm-hmm. Teals. Yep. I just need to Dr. figure out how Teals. to get my big behind down in that tub.
0: So it's just you just um, sit in the tub and put the salts in there.
1: I know, but you know, <laughs> I'm not. I'm I'm big, so like I will not be. I'll, I mean, taller. So it's like my whole body don't be in the water. But I'll am figure it out. I don't the know Lord will life. provide. I don't know that life. But yes, that's but my therapy. But and some Epsom salt, mm, you're going to feel like a I don't even like know a what a Theragun is, but I'm going to do my Googles.
0: It's a deep tissue... I'm not even, it's not even a massager, it's like a it's to get to the deep tissues, and it's got settings that you do on the phone on the app. And it gets it has like if you've been working on your quads, if you've been working on your biceps, you know, like it has different points that it does d- different levels of that is it deep like tissue. a seat
1: that you sit in, or no, it it's like, like a, a hand massager, but oh. they don't
0: like to call it a massager because it's deeper than a massager. Well,
1: but that boy is powerful. And that is another episode of Getting this. Grown. For sure. We appreciate you for listening to us every week um, and sitting around the kitchen table with us and, you know, just diving into the daily struggles of the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate y'all for riding it out. We know that the COVID and folks. Being home and not commuting as much Means that a, a lot of folks don't listen to podcasts You know, like they used to So I I recognize that those of you Who are still kicking in with us yep. do Are doing so because you want to And you're being intentional about listening To getting growing I don't take that for granted at all So not thank all. you so much For continuing to tune in um And for your patience It's me and Jade Try to figure this thing out. Yes. And tell them what to do with themselves. Continue to drink your water because that's very important, especially in these hot summer days that we are currently living in. Um, Continue to mind the business that the Lord Mm. gave you. Okay. Because to mind anybody else's is, you know, doing yourself a great disservice. And finally, you want to moisturize all of your skin in between your fingers in between your toes behind your ears in your elbows and knees behind your kneecaps in the back cracks <laughs> crevices <laughs> nooks crannies you want to moisturize all of that why sis because you'll smell like earring backs
0: because oh. <laughs> <laughs> your black will crack if it's dry bye goodbye <laughs> Ben & Jerry's three new non-dairy frozen desserts are a new twist on vegan euphoria. The Ben & Jerry's flavor gurus have taken a big leap this time, and their three new non-dairy flavors are made with sunflower butter, and they're the perfect sweet treats for vegans, vegetarians, and everyone in between. Say it with me. Check out the Ben & Jerry sunflower butter lineup and the whole non-dairy family at benjerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y dot com.